Hello, and welcome to the season two of the Working While Homeschooling podcast, the podcast for workingwhilehomeschooling.com, where our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie, and I am your host and your resident career coach today. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. I hope you're doing well. On today's episode, we'll be talking to Ashley, who is actually working for a company that installs Christmas lights, which I thought would be a great holiday episode for us. So Ashley, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you do? I work for a company called the Christmas Light Pros, and we install Christmas lights in San Francisco. I manage our residential clients, um, but we do commercial stuff as well all throughout the Bay Area. Okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. So tell us exactly kind of what you do for that kind of job. Well, my job is not to actually install the lights, luckily. Um, we have a team that does that. I just do the design. So I meet with the clients and I go over a design with them for what, for their vision and put together a proposal. And then I manage, I get it scheduled. I manage the staffing and um, basically get them all set for their install. Okay. Um, if somebody was listening to this and says, okay, that sounds very interesting. Um, what kind of skills or what kind of suggestions would you have for them that they might need to look into or they might need to have for that kind of role? Um, I would say sales skills would be good. Just, well, not even necessarily sales, but just being comfortable talking about money and um, giving people prices and being comfortable and not awkward <laughs> when, you, when you're giving yeah. someone a proposal um, because money is always uncomfortable, but if you're comfortable, then the client's usually comfortable. Okay. It also helps to have some kind of design background or an ability to put together a design and kind of know what's going to happen or what right. it's going to look like in the end so that when a client says, I want to do this, you can say either that's going to look good or actually that's not going to look so good or it's going to be unbalanced or okay. something. So just having some kind of design, an eye for a design and being comfortable talking about money and you'll be able to go far. Excellent. <laughs> Are, have you taken any like design classes or courses or something like that before? No, actually I haven't, but I did, I planned weddings for like seven years oh. before this. So you have a so good visual was, eye. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so let's kind of talk about the scheduling stuff. So I know you're homeschooling and you're working and all of this. What does that really look like in a given day? Well, luckily for me, um, Christmas lights are semi-seasonal. So I work from August until mid-September, just getting clients scheduled. So I can kind of do that when the kids are sleeping or when during times I know that they're going to be occupied or that they're going to be at a friend's house or if they have friends over, I can be on the computer. So my days are kind of during the, the busy season, my days are kind of insane where I feel like I'm just trying to get work done and also parent and homeschool. And we follow a very like eclectic style right. of homeschooling and a very child led style of homeschooling. So Sometimes it's all of us sitting at the kitchen table. I'll be working on work. One kid will be looking up a 
looking at a book on something that they're interested in that we got from the library. Um, another kid will be doing a coloring page or word search or whatever. Um, and then other times we're at the library and the kids are playing with the toys that are available there or looking things up on the computer or in the encyclopedias. And I'm working on my computer. We utilize the library a lot. Um, our local librarians are very kind and are, have really taken my kids um, under their wings and are so nice when we're there. They understand that like I'm there to help them, but also that I need to get work done. Right. And so they're very, they're very understanding and amazing when we go and my kids have questions and I'm like, you know, you're going to have to ask the librarian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, the librarians are always amazing and helpful and fantastic. So we've been, we live in a small town, so that helps too. They know us by name. Yeah, it, it's so, such a blessing when you have a, a decent library. You know, we've lived yes. with great libraries and then we've lived with large libraries, but like the librarians didn't really care. And we've lived with, lived with like not yeah. great libraries. So libraries can be what a wonderful, wonderful resource if, if you have one. Yeah, I mean, we're so lucky that we live in a, such a small town that they, and we have a library. There's a lot of small towns that don't have them. <laughs> right. So we're lucky that we have a library and that she seems to love my children, or at least she acts like she does. <laughs> Maybe she hates them. I don't know. But <laughs> she, <makes laughs> she pretends really that well. she loves them. So it, yeah, it works for me. So <laughs> we use them when we, um, when we need to, for sure. What do your kids think about this working and homeschooling thing? <laughs> honestly my older daughter she's nine she'll say why do you have to work why can't you just play with us all day um but then when I tell them like she loves to travel so when I'm like well if you want to be able to go to wherever we're going this year I'm gonna have to work she right. kind of just goes with the flow um yeah. sometimes they don't want to go with the babysitter but for the most part they're pretty understanding and they're they're willing to sacrifice time with me if it means that they're going to get basically a vacation out of the deal. So, right. and that's, so we're really lucky that way too. All right. Well, you mentioned using a babysitter. So, you know, one of the big questions about working in homeschooling is like, what do you do with the kids when you work? So you mentioned some of that you're able to do right there while they're there. Um, but what else, do, you know, how else do you kind of handle that? Well, so I do have to go to the city at least twice a week during the, the height of the Christmas season. Um, and when I go to the city, I, I have a few different options. We, I've been really lucky that we've made other homeschool friends, and they are more than willing to take my children, and I take their children when needed as well. Um, and then I have a babysitter that we call pretty regularly, but she's not a nanny. Like, we don't have someone that comes every week from, the, you know, from a certain time to a certain time she's just kind of on call and then my grandma has been a huge help we couldn't do it without her she is our basically our nanny awesome. <laughs> um but better because she's grandma right they're great grandma yeah um and so that's kind of good you've been able to make kind of a good mix there do you get do you get the weird yeah. do you get the weird questions or the weird looks when you tell people you work in homeschool at the same time well, people are always like, well, how do you homeschool if you're working? Right. Um, 
that they think that homes that working is like one size fits all you work nine to five and you go to an office and my kids are clearly not old enough to stay home alone. Um, so when it just, I think that as soon as I tell them like, Oh, I can work remotely and I have a grant, a family that helps and they're more, uh, understanding right. of the fact that I do both. We're still that weird purple squirrel that people are like always so shocked to find out we still we actually exist, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even within our homeschooling group, the moms are like, well, I quit my job to homeschool. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit it all in. <laughs> yeah. Some, some of us don't. So even within the homeschooling community, I'm still like a weird anomaly. I think I got it more from the homeschooling community when I first started, to be honest. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So kind of, um, let's kind of talk like the time management and logistics of doing this. Cause you, you mentioned, you know, during the busy season, your life is insane. So like how in the world do you actually get it all in and occasionally take a shower and, and all of that? <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, or is showering overrated? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. I only shower on days I go to the city. No, I'm kidding. I actually do shower every day because my hair can't handle it. But um, I think that working from home or like having the ability to work remotely is huge. That's been yeah. my biggest lifesaver. Um, and then having my grandma has been amazing. So I think without those two components, I would have to come up with something else. Not, it's not impossible, right. but it just would be a different, it would be a different dynamic for me. So right. I've been, um, I don't know, pretty lucky in the sense that like I have someone that's kind of mostly available. But I do schedule my days like I do block scheduling where I like go to the city on, you know, this day and I have to work from home this day and I have to make sure that I get X, Y, Z done from this time to this time. Um, I work a lot before the kids wake up. So from like four to seven in the morning or four to eight in the morning, I work a lot during those weird hours, but I'm kind of a morning person. If I was a night person, I would try to work in the evening after they went to bed. Right. Um, so I there is that too. I do a lot of work in off hours when most people are not wanting to work <laughs> and they're yeah, wanting to like, sleep. So do you sleep? Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, I go to bed when the kids go to bed. <laughs> I go to bed at like eight when the kids go to bed. If I know okay. I have to get up early to work. Okay. I was going to say like, how in the world do you sleep if you're getting up at four? Um, awesome. Okay. So, um, so you mentioned you're kind of an eclectic homeschooler. Are there particular resources besides the library or things that you found that were very useful to you that others might be interested in? My kids love apps um, and typing games. I can give, I can set up a typing game on my computer and my nine-year-old will go at it for at least 30 minutes. Like she, and, but I think mostly my biggest and this isn't even a resource, but my biggest thing that I use is what they're currently interested in. And right. then I spend time finding out how to immerse them in it. And then from there, 
I'm able to say, okay, here, you do this because you're interested in it. And then write down your questions on this piece of paper. After 30 minutes, we'll reconvene. I'll get work done. You get this done. We'll talk about it. Um, so we do like 30 minutes of solo work and then 30 minutes of together work. I answer their questions or if I don't know the answer, which happens often, often then I go and we find out the answers together. Okay. So we utilize the internet. Um, we utilize the library and we utilize, I, I use their interests almost against them in a way so that I can right. get work done. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one year my kids were really, they really loved playing games. And so uh, they got a lot of games, math related, like you had to count money for Christmas that year. Yeah. And I will say now that they're in middle school, they won't touch a board game to save their life. Cause they like, I they literally <laughs> tell me it's like, you've killed games for us. Right. They're like, no. I'm like, board games are the worst. Yeah. But um, you know, that doesn't even, that's not even like my mom hates board games and she was not forced to play math games. So yeah, uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. It's just a thing that happened in their life. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, whoops, sorry. You're, you're raised by host yeah. mom. That's what we do. We ruin things. Um, oh, for sure. I was like, any kind of, any time I can put them in a situation where they might learn something, I'm all over it. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads in, me into the next question, and, you know, the dreaded socialization question. So, obviously, you guys are going out to the library, but do your kids get socialized when you're working? It seems to me that's the hardest part to bring in while you're working and homeschooling. Well, since the invention of the uh, mobile hotspot on your cell phone <laughs> that you can connect your computer to, Mm -hmm. My kids are socialized during the school year or during my crazy work time more than ever, because if we go to a park, I'm like, go play with your friends because we go to a homeschool party, you know, once or twice a week. I'm like, go play with your friends. I'll be over here working on my computer. Um, right. So I almost use that as childcare sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm watching them. I'm there. I know what they're doing, but because I can connect to the internet from anywhere with my cell phone, I've been able to, socialize them more than ever we go to roller skating out like a local home roller skating rink does a homeschool day so we go to yeah. that and i work on the on the wi-fi and park days i'm always on my wi-fi um so be i mean thank goodness for <laughs> technology um because i don't i wouldn't be able to get work done if i didn't have my mobile hotspot Oh my gosh, that is such a cool invention. Um, I, I can't tell you, I've worked inside my car. I've like dropped the kids off and sat in the parking lot in my car. A hundred percent, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So anybody listening, if you're going to be teleworking, we highly recommend you get a mobile hotspot. Um, now I have had someone tell me to, you want an external mobile hotspot, you don't necessarily want to do it from your cell phone very often. Um, but I've done both. So use your hotspot. I haven't had any problems with my cell phone hotspot. Um, yeah, they were just, they told me that it tends to burn up the phone. Like, you know, you basically wear your phone out faster. And I was so scared of that. I bought it like one of those little external ones for 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I mean, phones don't last much more longer than a year anyway. So no. <laughs> I haven't been able to really, they're not meant for long-term use unfortunately. Yeah, so. that's too. Um, okay. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're about to go over my head with the technology, so we're going to skip that. 
we tend to be as moms and as homeschool moms in particular, we tend to be kind of, let's say negative on ourselves and kind of focus on the things that we don't do well. Is there anything you would say that this experience has taught you that you think you do well or that, you know, kind of some positives you've gained out of it? Yeah, I mean, I've realized that at first I felt a lot of guilt if my work, if my morning work from like four to eight or whatever, if my work like crept into the nine or 10 o'clock hour, I felt kind of bad about it. I was like, oh, I'm not paying attention to my children. And how are they learning if I'm not sitting there with them? But it, me working does two things. One, it forces them to be creative and find something to do on their own. Right. But also it shows them that sometimes we have to sacrifice a little to work to get what we want in the long run. So I felt real bad about it at first, like, oh man, how am I, I'm not, how am I teaching them? But the reality is that they're learning on their own. They're forcing, it's forcing them to get out of the boredom on their own without me being like, oh, why don't you come up with, like, why don't you do this activity or this activity? They're having to come up with their own. So it's forcing creativity on them. Well, independent And also well. teaching them. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so as we wrap up today, you know, we have a lot of um, home, working homeschooling parents or potential working homeschool parents listening to us. Do you have kind of a word of encouragement or a word of advice you would want to leave them with? Just do it. <laughs> like if you're on the fence and you want to homeschool, but you're thinking that you work and it's going to be too hard or it's going to be, how are you going to find childcare or whatever? You pull them out of school, you'll figure out how to make it work. I mean, it, it, it falls into place. Um, I recently heard a saying that said, jump in the universe will catch you. And it's so true when you're homeschooling. Things yeah. just happen. They fall into place. You figure it out. Um, and if it, if it turns out to not be better, you can always put them back in school. There's no shame in going back to the school system. Yeah, exactly. There's, that, there's always that safety net almost. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. Hey, well, thank you so much for spending your time here with us today. This has been great. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been really fun. As we wrap up our episode today, I want to thank you all for listening in. There are a ton of great podcasts out there, but you chose to spend your time here with us. So thank you. Please be sure to check out the show notes and the links from my site at workingwhilehomeschooling.com and all of the great ways you can reach out to me online. We appreciate our listener supporters. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, you too can support us with a small monthly donation that helps us continue with great content and interviews like you've heard today here on the Working While Homeschooling podcast. Just check out our show notes for the link. We also appreciate your, our online reviews, any of you that have been subscribing to our podcast, and thank you to all of you who have been sharing this with your homeschooling friends. If you know of someone that you think would be a great guest on our podcast, please let me know at julie at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. Thank you for listening in today. Special thanks to Ashley for being our guest and talking to us about their experience um, working and homeschooling. And please be sure to join us in our Facebook group for a continuing conversation on today's topic and beyond. I look forward to seeing each of you soon at our next podcast for Working While Homeschooling.